Twitter's world. Hi, I'm Kate. Hi, I'm Gary. Cowabunga, dude. And I'm Brittany, and you're listening to 90s Rewind, a podcast where three friends talk about the best and the worst movies of the 90s, the alternate endings to them you never knew existed, and the ones that we wish did. Today, we're talking about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, so stay tuned. Oh, snap. Oh, hey. I'm I'm just here to listen. Go ahead. (laughs) We're talking about three ninjas. (laughs) (sighs) Close enough. Gary, I'm not going to lie, I half expected you to show up with a hockey mask on. Ooh. <laughs> that would have been good. Get me started on we, Casey we Jones. We tried to bandana it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know what you guys are doing. Should I have... Did, nobody I, told I me. that we would have been here, but I can't do that. We didn't, we didn't plan it. Yeah, right. I realized <laughs> I screwed up with the craft, and I was like, I got to do something to try to dress up for this one. So I was like, Leanne, where's a bandana, something colored? She's like, I got you. Here we are. <laughs> My my Ninja Turtle name is Mona Lisa. <laughs> Mine's Girl with the Pearl Earring. <laughs> Renoir. 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 I like Mona Lisa. That's a good one. Do you have one? No, I don't. I, I'm this off the cuff. Because oh. if you notice, all the women are named after months in the movie. Ah, April, May, and June. I'm going to be July. Be July. When was May and when was June? And the, the chick looking at the um, newspaper, I think. All the reporters oh, were, were months. Fun fact! I yeah. have so many fun facts, guys. Um, you guys, I loved this movie. It's so cheesy. Isn't it's it? so cheesy, but I loved it's it. It's as cheesy as the pizza they eat, baby. So. Oh, man. I'm, like, really excited to talk about this movie. I loved it. Yeah, I loved it so much. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, I, one, one thing I just wanted to say to you guys real quick. I deliver a message for you. Shut it. <laughs> <laughs> best part. Good best part. That was a good echo. <laughs> that was the best part of the whole movie. The, be- the best part of the whole movie. The best. The best. The best. Shut it. Shut it. My favorite line came from an animated Teenage Mutant Turtle scene. <laughs> you know the one that came out in the theaters like nine years ago? Yeah, I like that one. His name was Mr. Yeah, Wonder, and he fell out of the building. And one of the turtles were like, oh, have a nice fall. That's it. Why <laughs> I, I need for the rest of my life. Oh, July. <laughs> yeah, can you just, like, pick, like, different phrases for the rest of my life and just tell me different things? Just, like, just, just tell me different quotes from movies that you like. That's all I want. I just want to sit here and just listen to you tell quotes. Just completely random quotes from movies. You know what? Asking you shall receive. Now every day you're gonna get a random ass quote from a random ass movie in your inbox, and I hope you're ready for it. I I'm, will submit. I hope you're prepared. <laughs> I'm still waiting for the 2 a.m. Dave Matthews song in my in my DMs. Where, where was how do, that? How do you how do you know I haven't been just been like building the collection? Oh my god, you're gonna send me the, the whole discography of Dave Matthews. Brittany, you deserve him. Gary does not deserve my my, my 2 a.m. day. Wait, is that a good thing or a bad thing? Yeah, I don't know who wins on this. Insulted my quotes. I can't. I can't. No, he liked your quotes. I'm not salty. I'm just saying, like you pick the most random of quotes, and I just want to hear more of them. All that's right. all. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle. Um, You're on the half show. 
Should I? Some fighting team. We're really hip. <laughs> Let you know that because there was such concern that they might not be. Yes. We have to reiterate that we are super hip. Um, do they ever grow up or is part of their mutation that they're teens forever? They're, I don't know. I don't know. They, they have never passed teenage years, so they never hit 20. How do okay. we know that, though? Cause they're because they're Because it would have to be the 20-something mutant ninja turtles. <laughs> they just graduated from college and they're just like so bitter about life. <laughs> All their college debt. Midlife crisis ninja turtles. But Splinter, what do we do with our bachelors in liberal arts? What do we do? <laughs> like they got a degree in all of the Renaissance art artistic. <laughs> yes, we got an art history degree. What do we do with our with our history degree? Get a job. The best scenes in this movie next to Shut It were the scenes where Splinter is thinking back to when he was just a regular rat and it's yeah. a little puppy rat and then when he found the turtles and they're, and they're like pizza yeah or that that little that little puppet of a rat that's doing super awesome high kicks and karate moves i'm sorry are, were amazing. i mean did you know they were jim henson though the puppets i didn't yeah. until i looked at the imdb page yeah and how pissed he was why jim henson was pissed because he didn't know it was going to be so like Cheesy? Not cheesy. Uh, I guess violent. He didn't. Really? He didn't like that they were gonna be fighting and be angry, and he got really annoyed because he thought it was just gonna be like a bunch of turtles that are like superheroes. He didn't realize they're like fighting in the skulls of the, the sewers mm-hmm. against like <laughs> killer. <laughs> I know what one of these. What would you call Shredder besides a villain? I mean, like the head guy. I don't know. Anyway. Ninjutsu master. A ninjutsu. There you go. A ninjutsu <laughs> he, he saw Shredder and was like, I recognize this karate fighting rat. Where do I know him from? How many karate fighting rats do you know? And how? And the the one scar that you have on your face is from a rat, from a karate <laughs> fighting rat. And he made sure the rest of his life he was going to hate that rat. He's like, he's like I the, knew you from. He hides his face is because he has a scar from three little scratches, which I guess got infected. Because, yeah, there was no reason why those should have scarred. And another thing in like a similar vein to this. Okay, Raphael goes to the movies. After after Splinter said we live in the shadows, goes to the movies. Jacket, hat, nothing on his face. Just, right. tur- just yeah, turtle. They always had the face exposed. All yeah. Time. Makes but no always, sense. Always with the bandanas, though. Okay, like, that's uh, hiding things. You would think the mouth that, like, just moves like this would yeah, it's basically like the beak. give it away. <laughs> yeah. But no. Oh. He's just a funny kid. And has no nose. <laughs> and has a very round face. So that ended up opening the door for a Raph in trench coat and hat toy. There Why is a toy. A trench coat rat already? Raph. Raph. Raphael. No, Raphael. Like a like a PI. <laughs> Chuck E. Cheese. I'm serious. I'm pretty I, sure it exists. No, I think, I think that does. Google the image. I'm pretty sure it's Detective Chuck E. Cheese. I think that does exist. He's talking about Raphael. Damn, I thought we were on Splinter, so I thought you said a rat. I'm sorry. <laughs> I thought you said a rat. Okay. No, that's all right. It was, I said Raph. You were super excited. I was like, Talk about rats and trench coats. 
Oh, wait. So can you say your fun fact, Kate? Because I, I have something I want to talk about. Okay. <clears throat> Number one, out of the actors that were going to be chosen for Casey Jones, Johnny Depp. Really? Reeves, I kept thinking Keanu Reeves was one of the voices. Okay. Right. Christmas later, I Emilio Estevez. I can see that. Kiefer Sutherland. No. Alex Winter, a.k.a. Bill. Wow. Jason Patrick and River Phoenix. So basically all of the 80s hunks wow. were considered for Casey Jones, yet they chose him. Yeah. Who was he? I don't hate him, but I wouldn't have made... I, I didn't love him as Casey Jones. I'm not going to lie. I never did. Okay. I appreciate that guy, but no. And then April was going to either be Sandra Bullock, Marissa Tomei. I would have liked Paul that. Kidman, to name a few. Like they had a whole... Winona Ryder, like all of them were up for it and they chose these people, which... Marissa I mean, Tomei would have been cool. Yeah. yeah. Another fun fact. Shredder keeps coming at me like Elias this. Costas. <laughs> Elias Costas. That was Keith. Uh, okay. I kept so thinking it was the, the guy from Donatello. The, the voice of Donatello. Uh, well, all, to me, for some reason, they all sounded like Corey Feldman. I don't know. Corey Feldman. Corey yeah. Feldman is Donatello. Okay. Oh, oh, yeah. All sounded like Corey Feldman. Do you recognize any other actors in their first roles in the movie? Oh, yes. Sam Rockwell. Yep. Yeah. They all the regular. <laughs> um, me and Kate were just talking about this before. Did you? I didn't see him, but he's uncredited in the Skeet Ulrich. Yeah, Ulrich, he's, he's one the, of the thugs with Sam Rockwell. He's just in everything. Yeah, he's just all over the map. And then he supposedly must... Scott Wolf. Yeah, yeah, I didn't see him either. I didn't see him. Skeet Ulrich I saw, but I never saw Scott Wolf, so I, okay. I uh, wondered that one. Skeet Ulrich looks like he's in the Foot Clan just on a regular day today. Yeah. Like, not even in this movie. He just looks like he should be in the Foot Clan. And after Shredder gets killed, he takes over and starts running it. There you go. an alternative ending for you. <laughs> there you go. And my last fun fact. This was linked to Daredevil very indirectly. Ooh, how? Mutant Ninja Turtles, just so you know. What do you mean? So their, like, sensei was Splinter. Daredevils mm-hmm. is Stick. Yep. They called them the Foot Soldiers, the Foot, and Daredevils is called the Hand. Uh... Apparently a bunch of stuff they did to purposely say that the toxic waste accident that happened to make the Turtles is what made Daredevil blind mm-hmm. and have a superpower. The same toxic waste. Ah. Uh, Those are my fun facts. But these aren't, but they're comic books. They're not by the same people or anything that they just no. ripped off each other. Interesting. They do that in, they do in every comic world. I mean, look at Marvel and DC use the, like, yeah. the exact characters, but they just name them like one letter different. You're not wrong. That's true. That's true. I have some fun facts too. Do we know who the voice of Splinter is? Kevin Clash, a.k.a. Elmo. Really? Yeah. That I did not know. I didn't hear, like, I didn't hear that. You can tell and, Gary's Googling it right now or something. I heard, <laughs> I, heard it, I heard it at the very end when he was like, I make a funny. <laughs> <laughs> Cowabunga. Pick up my tummy. <laughs> okay, I have one more fun fact. So the first pitch of this movie in the 80s was to have popular comedians of the time play the turtles. <laughs> the uh, comedians that were pitched were Gallagher, Sam Kennison, Bobcat, Gold Goldthwaite, and Billy Crystal. And they were just going to be like painted green. <laughs> Horrible. It would have been the most obnoxious, ridiculous. I wouldn't be able to pay attention because those mouths going over each other, are you kidding me? 
They would just screamed at each other. Sam Kennison. I mean, Bobcat also. Bobcat would just scream in his weird voice. I'd rather Bobcat and Billy Crystal in a room. Yeah. The Gallagher just be snatching watermelons. Yeah. Pizza instead of watermelons. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. Corey Feldman was paid $1,500 just to do that. The role of Donatello, he was given $1,500. That's it. said it's just going to be this like low budget movie. It probably won't do well doing the voice. And he was like, of course. And then all of a sudden it blew up into this multi million dollar thing. I don't know if he made more than it after that, but he just got like a $1,500 check and recorded it. Did you guys? noticed the part there was like a slice of pizza fell on the floor and they had like a mini funeral for it it was like real like real quick oh, they, they like all went silent yeah. <laughs> yeah. well they, they did the the whole funeral for the the moldy pizza too oh that's what i'm thinking of the yeah they, pizza, they took yeah. a knee and they were like <laughs> bernie do you happen to have the domino's noid toy yeah he was like a rabbit looking dude with bombs i don't now do you have a preference of april's is there an April? Do you prefer this April, the OG April, or do you prefer the other April? Which What's one, Megan? April. No, the second second movie, April. So I'm pretty sure this is the same woman from Halloween Town. I always liked this April better. I didn't mind this April. Oh, with the, yeah, I'm gonna go with OG April only because there was weird sexual tension between all of the the, the turtles. Yeah. What? Yeah. That, was, that comes down to my alternative ending personally. Okay. No, it was Donatello who really had a crush on April. Yeah. Like, he was they like, all had they. a love for April, but Don, Don, Donnie was like, he loved her. And I always could tell in the movie, I'm like, that, I would have preferred that at the end that she like chose him over Casey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, like her hand goes on his little like turtle hand. And it's just like, you know, it's the worst thing that happens. And, like, they had this little interspecies baby. It's like, like... Kicking it's like his way sh- out and also reporting the news. It's like the shape of water. <laughs> so so they start out and they're calling April, April O'Neil a babe. And then they, like, do, like, one fight scene with her. And they're like, yeah, sis. Like, which is it? Pick a lane. <laughs> You're right. Watch the movie again and watch the Mikey doing all the, the, the impressions. Uh-huh. And you watch her, and she's like, like every once, like every single time they cut to her, she's like playing with her legs, like opening them and closing them, and like it's it's like bad. I have to yeah. wonder how much of that so was much. like director, like pushing it. Like, yeah. You know, don't look sexed up enough about this. Oh, I have another um, question. Oh yes, tell us. You know when Casey Jones knocks Raphael into the garbage can? Yes. Apparently, when that happened, he did it so hard that the mask caved inward on the actor, and he like they had to like remove it all special, like he couldn't breathe, like the metal all collapsed in a big time. And he kind of found that funny. I'm sick. <laughs> and I wanted I to say, that guy, like <laughs> the guy almost died. Yeah. <laughs> These people, like it was actually really big, like engineering. So they made. They made a costume, a full costume that changed the shape of the actor and allowed the actor to do karate moves yeah. while having an animatronic head. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. Well, one of them, I, I can't think of who right now, but one of them, the guy who did the voice, did he actually wore the suit. Like, he, he did it as them as well. And I think he mm-hmm. was claustrophobic or something. So, like, between every take, he had to rip the thing off really quick and breathe and, like, do it back oh, on. God. But am I thinking, like, <laughs> 
I don't know why. I always thought they were entirely fake. I don't know why. When I was a kid, I, I, did, I did too. Memorized. I thought they were completely yeah. animatronic. Yeah. I didn't think there was people in there. Yeah, I did too. They just, they fooled me so well. It's because of Chuck E. Cheese. Chuck E. Cheese, man. Oh, Charles yeah. E. Cheese. Charles Edwin Cheese. Why you, does Charles Edward Cheese trouble you, master? <laughs> we all know the alternative, end, well, the original ending, I should say. Yes, um, but before we before we talk about that, I just, I just want read, <laughs> to read something to you guys real quick. This was a user review on IMDb about this movie. It's titled, This Movie Will Always Be a Part of Me. Dot, dot, dot. Okay, and I'm just, I'm just gonna read this, okay? Try, try not to cry. I was just a little kid when I first started collecting turtle stuff, comics, figures, and trade cards, as well as many other things. I remember one day I came home to find that my mother had thrown out every action figure and card I had, as well as most of my comics. She replaced them with a phone and a fish tank. She said I was getting too old for kid toys and that I would grow out of them anyway. I was about nine, so when the movie was released, I was the first one there on the first day it was released to theaters. I collected some of the figures later on, but I never had a collection that was even close to my first. I have almost every cartoon movie made on tape, several copies of all three live-action movies, and this one on DVD. I never grew out of the turtles, and I know I never will. I know all three movies word for word. When everyone grows up, a part of them, a big part, dies. And we forget what we love so much as children. Our imagination dies and an adult is born. I simply refuse to let my heroes go. While the years pass and the turtles are forgotten, they will forever be a reminder to me of the times I could spend hours on end with nothing but myself and my action figures that came to life right in front of me with nothing more than my imagination. I want to know how old that dude is. He said he was nine yeah, this was from 2002, and his username is sub- Sublimital Death. Yeah, the, my, his yes, name it was Sublimital Death. sold it for me. Yes, my, back then, my aim name was Subliminal Death. Oh, this is, you wrote this? Yeah. Uh, oh, oh, okay. that makes so sense. so connected. We, we must have known. Like, you're like, yeah, oh my God, yeah, I wrote that. See, that's how I feel. That's so familiar. It's almost like I was a rat when my master was practicing karate. Doesn't that break your heart, but also make you laugh at the same time? That was so well written. I have so many questions. Like, I felt his pain. Yeah. That's why I got drunkenly so angry over the Pokemon cards. (laughs) All right? You know how big that collection was? Had I had oh. last seen, like, six months after I gave her the book, I had a book, very organized, beautiful, all the rare ones, the holographics. I was very proud of this. It's a four-year collection. And I was like, oh, I don't have a little sister. And we, me and Brittany hung out so much with Teddy, and it was like the little sister. And, you know, I mean, she likes cards. And I was like, I'm going to pass this down to someone, and she'll appreciate it. And, like, a month later, we're at Brittany's, and I look under her bed, and it, the pages are just everywhere ripped to shreds. And I was just like, I, I was so upset. So we were at the wedding, and I feel so bad. I was so drunk. I'm like, you destroyed my collection. And she actually, though, she put me to rest. She's like, no, I totally put that back together, and, like, I still have it. I think she said she still has it. I or that, that she did keep it, and, like, yeah. and I felt so much better. But they're all making fun of me at the wedding. I was so drunkenly like, my car! <laughs> that same thing like when you're a kid you invest so much now side note unrelated apologize my nephew pokemon's a big again it's a it's mm-hmm. what it was when i was a kid and he has a giant container 
of cards. Three binders. He made his own cards. Okay, let's just talk about that <laughs> talent. I mean, details. And he's like, and kid, I need to show you my collection. And I'm like, show me. And he pulls out, he's got it all organized, alphabetical order. The holographs are under H. Like, he <laughs> went all out. And I'm like, if only you knew, like, my love of this at your age. <laughs> Please don't ever yell at anybody if this collection goes out. I want to be the very best. Da, da, da. This episode has been brought to you by Pokemon cards. There you <laughs> go. Gotta catch them all. <laughs> Pokemon. Did this, when you guys were watching this movie, did you not start thinking about Kung Pao? Like, there were so many scenes where I was like, wait, is this Kung Pao? It is. I think Kung Pao definitely based some stuff off of like the Like the hologram, the hologram of Splinter. I was just waiting for him to say, this is CNN. CNN. (laughs) So do you guys own this on VHS? Uh, unfortunately not. No. I did at one point. I did, and I had. I think I had all three of them. Did you um, have like all the action figures and stuff? Oh yeah, big time. Your mom threw them out when you were nine, because then she gave you a phone and a fish stick. <laughs> you obviously know. You read my. Sorry. Is that the worst trade-off though? Like a fish tank? I mean, I wouldn't be upset. Like, I got a phone. And is a it fish. a? Is it a saltwater tank? Can't say I was ever good with that part. Probably explains why half my fish always died. But, you know. <laughs> Shit, these are supposed to be salt water. <laughs> my head was like, it's water. I waited two days. <laughs> Did you not see their layer and how cool it was? They were. I preferred the sewer. <laughs> what? I thought they had a sweet setup. I thought that was way cooler than anyone else. There was like a even, st- even April's apartment could take a poop. Okay, I preferred <laughs> turtles and I love the. There was like a six-year-old smoking a cigar. They were gambling. <laughs> yeah, it was insane. It was like the Lost Boys in Hook. It was. It was basically Jake's fifty-eight. <laughs> it was a Jake's fifty-eight. <laughs> I called it. (laughs) I made a note and I wrote Shredder School for Wayward Teens. (laughs) (laughs) And I wrote I wrote down about the kids smoking the cigar. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was a fun fact. I think there was something that they they did that on purpose to relate it to Pinocchio when they get to Dreamland. Oh, okay. The person smoking a cigar and like, oh, come join us. Like they tried to make it like it's so alluring there. You could do whatever you want and be like. No, your own powerful self. And I was like, what? That's a good pitch. He also didn't did just give out cigarettes. He was like, oh, you got any cigarettes? He gave out cartons. Yeah. He gave out cartons of cigarettes. Just willy-nilly. Regular menthol. Sam Rockwell's, like, winning line before his career took off. They're so cool. I have a, a little bit of a gripe with the, with the Ninja Turtles. Everybody that was... Like, actually in the movie and, like, the actual characters that were in the movie, like Sam Rockwell and all the other people, like, all the Foot Clan and um, even Shredder and Splinter, they all had dialects of their own, like, of from where they're from. So, like, all the Foot Clan talk like this. Hey, I'm from New York. I'm over here, huh? And Splinter and Shredder were, like, Asian, like, had Asian accents. But the turtles were like SoCal. I don't know why they're SoCal. Like, why are they from California? Dude, I they're totally. They're from. I mean, 
sewer, SoCal. Territory down there. They were just so cool at first that they just like built off themselves. They have water and they could run around and be ninjas. Like, were they only, were they only watching the OC? Like, I don't understand. <laughs> I think it was more the teenage aspect that gave them. Uh, yeah. Not Donatello. Who was it that did have the thick New York accent? Raphael. Raphael was like, yeah, he was the only one. Yeah. They were still so young, and I feel like that California vibe was the youth of their line. Yeah. Come on, man. Like, I just feel like that's my guys, my Dave Matthews or my turtle. All right, you pick one. I'm done. Only talking in turtle voice from that one. It was almost like it's like a funnier version of Charlie Brown's parents. You're up, Charlie. Not Charlie the Chocolate Factory. Charlie Charlie Brown. Oh, I like my Charlie better. You lose, You lose. Good day. Good day. I say you lose. <laughs> I wish this podcast had video. I do too. <laughs> worst, worst scene ever. No sense. They could have put a fart in there. I would have found it funnier. <laughs> That's more realistic. Did you guys catch on to how so the Foot Clan was run by Shredder, who was in love with a woman named Shin? first name elbow (laughs) (laughs) that is so much fun yeah next is thigh (laughs) so so the alternate ending was actually it was an additional scene (laughs) yeah yeah, you got the transcript there my my notes today we're doing homework so the alternative ending, yes, was in addition to the to the regular ending where uh, it was April and Danny, I believe, that walk into a um, an exec's office, or they're actually in an exec's office, and they're pitching Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles as a comic strip, and they tell me like, huh, interesting. The the so there's turtles and they're fighting the Foot Clan. Ah, oh, that's interesting. But that's too far-fetched. And there's four turtles, like, in the window behind him, poking in and looking. And then Mikey goes, too far-fetched, huh? <laughs> Doesn't he lose his footing? Isn't that what it is? Like, Yeah. It was cut for timing, not content. But, like, I would have preferred that over, like, the whole, like, the way it ended. Really? Cowabunga thing? Yeah. You didn't like Splinter's joke? Funny. Did you hear the the Elmo in there? I didn't catch it. <laughs> I figured it's funny. It like, <laughs> <laughs> I made funny. Elmo loves his crayon. All right. Your homework is to take that scene, and I want you to heighten the sound and quicken it up, and I want to <laughs> see if it does sound like Elmo. That's your job. And that has to then become your text tone for about three months. It's Splinter's World! <laughs> Ouch! 
All I heard was, <laughs> I'm inside of you. <laughs> Splinter would say, because he's a splinter. You you definitely had to preface that one. <laughs> definitely had to preface laughs, that. You just rounded out the my uh, my uh, my alternative ending. So <laughs> <laughs> thank you for that. Oh yeah. What so what were your alternate endings that you guys came up with? Mikey's doing his impressions. Uh, April just gets super randy and just goes at all four of them. And then Splinter comes in and goes, <laughs> I'm inside of you. <laughs> the end. The end. So, so is that your alternate ending for real? Yeah. have one until I said that. Yeah. It turns in. It goes from from uh, '90s kids movie into action movie into porn. <laughs> That's how it usually goes. <laughs> That's the way it goes. And let me tell you, I'm kind of upset that I missed the the. Is it Judith Hogue? Yeah, that's it. Judith Hogue happen. hangout. It, it hasn't happen. happened yet. Oh, I thought it happened already. And that's why they took it. If it's like a, I think it might be a Zooms. I don't know. I have to, fi- I have to figure it out. But I want to. <clears throat> on like the, the the call with her and just like talk her through what she like what were you what was your background for this scene you know like what was your what was your uh your your inner dialogue here <laughs> that, that face you made when when casey was massaging your shoulders like what were you thinking <laughs> yeah yeah when he was when he was like massaging like the front part of your chest into yeah your yes he was like he was groping a little bit too felt though that Casey Jones should have been this like alluring you know rebel right. I, I did not find him that in the movie I found yeah. him like annoying repulsive no, I'm just kidding yeah, yeah like, take, away, who it take yeah. away that actor like yeah Ooh. like he just always has this like dumb way about him and I just was like really April like you're pretty like smart broad like that's right. what you went for I would have right. preferred Donatello yeah same like the turtle had more sense than Casey Jones. He's really good with the stick. I mean, he could smack something at you, no problem. <laughs> Not that. God. I would have normally, but I didn't. Okay. So you go there. You, you <laughs> went there. You went there. You know you went there. I like Steve Amell as Casey Jones. I think Steve Amell was a better Casey Jones than Elias Costas. Uh, because he's, you know. Changed my mind that he wasn't better. <laughs> Prove me no, wrong. He was better. And he was like, like a lurid rebel. This guy was just like, you know, the horrible wig, and he's just always like this. <laughs> when they first showed his face, I thought it was the bad guy from Practical Magic, and I got really excited. And then it wasn't. It wasn't. <laughs> and then I got so scared again. <laughs> yeah. Then I thought about my mom throwing away my action figures when I was nine. <laughs> I I even had a book that was, I don't remember what the book was about, but in the end, it had a recipe for Mikey's pizza bagels. Really? That's awesome. Yeah. And to this day, I still eat pizza bagels because of them. You make your own? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Do you ever have an English muffin pizza? Ooh. What do you think? I've been born yesterday? I don't know. In the 90s? <laughs> I, I, never had, I, I never had. I never had. Pre Thomas's English muffin because oh. uh, not true. <laughs> oh, you haven't lived until you get some some pasta sauce and some uh, and some cheese in those nooks and crannies, you know. 
want a mozzarella here. The nuts and nooks and crannies. Uh, I was just going to ask you guys, who is your favorite turtle? <laughs> um, I really like, was it Leonardo? Was that the one that Corey Feldman was? I like Mikey. I'm always going to be a Mikey person. Mikey's, Mikey's funny. Raphael kind of drives me insane. I'm like, why are you such a hothead? Like, just, yeah. just relax. He's too... <laughs> take, take it easy, all right? I, I like a man with a silent rage. Not like, not like that. <laughs> just like an outright hothead. So, takes so, the bandana off and walks away. Kind of yeah. Dude. Corey Feldman was Donnie. Oh, okay. That's what I'm yeah. thinking of. I'm still for Mikey. <sighs> Yeah, I was always a Mikey guy. I was always. I, mean, a... I wanted to hang out with Mikey. Like, yeah. Mikey was yeah, fun to funny. me, and he got the job done. Again, that sounded bad, but I meant like getting rid of enemies. Yeah, yeah. I like they always had time to crack jokes during fights. I know. <laughs> they sure did. <laughs> hey, Mikey, he's shell shocked. <laughs> I like Splinter too. He's just cute. I just want to put him in a little suit. I want him to be small again. Yes. Yes. <laughs> I want him to be small and doing karate again. And so why? His master had him in a bird cage. Why? <laughs> sure. Why not? He valued him highly, I suppose. <laughs> you deserve elevation, my dear friend. No ground for you until the guy comes in and he's like, kata, kata, your ear, goodbye. <laughs> And I like how I like how Shredder th- swings the sword and only chops off his ear. So he swung the sword, swung, and it chopped off my ear. <laughs> like what? big fucking deal. Yeah, so oh, what? Okay. I don't remember the name. You didn't try again. I don't. I don't remember the name for the guy who played Splinter. All right, he said he learned because he watched his person. Right, he watched the guy, and that's how he learned. But like, Yo, I always felt like that he was him. No. Like that's how I, if yeah. I was a kid, that's what I felt it was. Like, they're not telling us, but that's him. Like, no, you're talking, you're thinking of, um, you're thinking of like street sharks. Like street sharks were people, and then they became sharks that rollerblade. Pretty, I'm so sorry. What were you going to say? Um, no, it, do- it doesn't matter now. <laughs> it literally does not matter. <laughs> we can't go back. No one wants to see street sharks. I, I know. I street sharks. Sharks. Have you ever seen street sharks? Yeah. It's a good yeah. chance you might have a street shark, so I actually. I will have to look. I'll find that on eBay and I will add that to your collection. Yes, please do. There you go, guys. Bye, guys. Bye. Oh, we're still right now. Yeah! Yeah, man! Oh, tubular! Awesome!